Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. And this is Josh. We are recording for the week of December 7th through 13th. It is December 5th, I think. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, it's a winter wonderland outside. It actually is like this nice, pretty, not too cold. Yeah, it's gorgeous. <laughs> like it's it's like a Christmas card outside when you look out the window. We're gonna cut next week's gonna be like minus forty in ice storms. <laughs> like, oh no, why? No, they were so blissful last week. Why were they rambling on about that snow? We were just talking about Rocky movies before we started rolling. So good. Right, and I don't think there's a Rocky movie that I hate. Like even part five, which is the worst one that most people don't like. I kind of liked that it was a little bit more I liked simple. It when I, was, I watched it all the time when I was a kid. Yeah. And enjoyed it, even though I know Sly hates it. I th- yeah. And it's easier to hate, given the, you know, the test of time or, or non-test of time, you know, because when you have everyone telling you it sucks for years, it's, yeah. it's a lot easier to be like, you know what, you're right, yeah, it sucks. And Rocky Four is probably cheesier, in my opinion. Which is the one with the robot? Yeah, is that That's three? four. That is four? Okay. And, and like the 17 montages. I remember yeah, seeing that. four and being like, is this robot sentient? Yeah. Like R2-D2? It was so weird. It kind of seemed like it was. I mean, it, it just... It, and there was also like kind of a creepy... Not sexual vibe, like a wifey vibe. Well, like the way he talked to him, like it almost was like a wife and just, I don't know. And he starts out all mad, but the, I mean, you know, drunk Polly was always drunk anyways, but... But yeah, like, and I was just like, what is this now? Like, so it's like a butler, uh, but it's like a friend, Yeah, I guess. I don't know, it was weird. And then they never mentioned it again in the rest butler of the friend. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. He's <laughs> not back in Creed 2? No, you would think so. Well, no, that's fair. I haven't seen Creed 2, so maybe... Well, I hope that robot's back. Or, or, or Creed 3. Like, so you're back. just at Creed right now? I, I watched Creed last night, and it, it was amazing. Like, it was my favorite of the series, and I hope Lee doesn't hate me for saying that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying it's like it's, uh, it's one of the best anyway. Yeah, it, it just it was just so good, so well shot, so well acted, and and different, you know. And, and obviously his story is very different from Rocky's, you know, like similar and and different. You know, he's got the hunger, but I really liked, you know, just how they built him up uh, from the beginning there, and even even little things like where he's like. Oh, what was my daddy's last name? And then you're like, oh, title screen coming up. <laughs> it was. I saw it here. When was that? Three years ago. Yeah. Three years ago from right now, I think. And yeah, especially watching in the theater with like a big crowd. It, it even though I mean, boxing is gonna be you win or lose. It's kind of fifty fifty. But man, for someone who cares nothing about sports, <laughs> yeah. sports movies when they're done well, yeah. That you can feel it. Like That's there's a buzz in the air. Yeah, like, I don't watch boxing. I don't watch UFC. Anything like that. Like I don't care. I, I respect it, but it's it's not for me. But when you have stakes like that and you're following a character, I felt like that about all the Rockies actually, uh, where you just they were tense as hell like mm-hmm. the final fights in every Rocky movie were all just just nail biting and what's astounding is I was in Philadelphia a couple months ago oh man did you run up the steps we walked up the, there's a lot of steps <laughs> well, plus, you don't want to be, be that <laughs> yeah. guy who's like oh look more tourists running up the steps as soon as I looked at the steps I was like if I run up these steps about 75% up I might have to like take a knee yeah you know? which is kind of what Rocky was saying at the end of Creed where he's like <laughs> yeah. I think they put on more steps you know it's like that's you Josh, you're on the fifth step. Oh, God, probably. (laughs) I'm just laying down on my back. (laughs) I can't do it. But the statues there, which I believe used to be at the top of the stairs, they put it at the bottom. Just for the stragglers who are like, I can't do this. So we got a picture. We tried to do the um, Amelie thing, but with my gonk droid. So we got a picture of gonk droid (laughs) with Rocky. Of course you you did it with a gonk droid. we were just there. I'm like, I don't know. It was like, you know, a Thursday afternoon. Yeah. Giant crowd. And that this movie, despite there being a sequel out as we speak right. but this 40 year old movie 
probably every day has a crowd out there for the statue. Well, I, would, I would say so, yeah. It's pretty amazing that that franchise has lasted with pretty, you know, more or less good respect to it. Yeah. Maybe as soon... I'll, I'll jinx it. Maybe as soon as this month, I wouldn't be surprised if we got Creed 2. Yeah. Because you were saying it's kind of hard to watch the yeah, multiplex yeah. right now. Like, right now, because that was my thing. I was like, oh, I got a good thing going. Six days straight, you know, all Rockies. Maybe I'll go watch Creed 2 even alone. Maybe I'll go to a movie. You know, not that there are other movie theaters apart from the Mayfair, but yeah, if there was. How, how, how would you do that? <laughs> I don't understand. Know, hard to say, but but yeah, like, I was, I was looking into it, and I'm just like, well, this is not easily attainable, especially in winter, so... Yeah, I was, I was like, man, I really want to message Lee and be like, hey, uh, so you really like Creed 2, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you you want to see that again, right? Well, yeah, I think we're going to be trying to get just slightly more, we have the opportunity to get slightly more new movies now, mm. or newish movies, and it all just depends on the luck of the draw cool independent movies you might get. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if we have, I know we'll get Creed 2 because Lee will want to have it on our screen. Yeah, and it's, it's one of those things like... So like, I can wait? Yes, yeah, I'm confident. Like I said, I don't want to jinx it, but I'm confident. Because I still haven't too. seen it, and I was gonna. He's, but yeah, let me tell you this: yeah. it's gonna be a lot harder than you think. We're, to all see gonna, it. we're all gonna jinx it now. Lee said, "I saw Lee today." Oh. And because of holidays and stuff. Yeah. So this Monday coming up, so the next schedule, which will be for the week starting the eighth. Okay. He might do three schedules in a row which is a real rarity but it's just because of where stuff falls of Christmas and New Year's and all that stuff he might just do three weeks in a row, mm. which would be the first time that happens in a long, long time. Yeah, Sometimes he'll do two in a row. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like, well, it's more common, but I don't, I've don't. i never seen a three Because he once. said he was looking for a couple of kids' movies, but there's like we oh, won't yeah. be able to get Grinch yeah. yet. You know who's a kid is uh, Creed. Creed <laughs> he's, yeah. he's very young. I think the kids really look up to him. But yeah, so that might happen soon. So the next time we do a podcast, we might have tons of stuff to talk about. Man. I mean, that is a family movie, though, in a way. It's about family. Yeah. Even though people get, you know, punched in the punched face a lot and stuff. Like, but, yeah, no, that's... I, I'm, I'm pretty stoked to see the second one now. And I think, actually, I think even my wife would have liked Creed. I was telling her last... I, I asked if, if she wanted me to wait to watch it because she might be into it because it's more her speed. Like, she's... No offense to Stallone, but I'm just like, no, my wife's not watching Rocky 1-6. Right. Like, it's just not going to happen. But that Creed was just... So good. I'm, Creed I'm, I'm is way handsomer than Rocky. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. It was like, and I just thought he was cool. Like, like, and a friend of mine was was sort of like, oh, you know, I really liked Creed, but you know, I didn't think he was as like, he didn't say charismatic, but it, yeah. you know, he thought Stallone had a little more like character to him. And I, I'm like, I guess I see that, but I also think he's biased because he loves Rocky. So it's like, of course you think that, but I'm like coming in fresh. Yeah, I, th- I thought Creed was cool. Like, I thought he was a fun guy. You know, bit of a jerk at times, but he's getting his way through life. He's but, got a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, it's true, you know, and he's going to have to take it out on uh, Drago Jr. Just like At you. the Mayfair, we hope. Hopefully. <laughs> but yeah, let's talk about the upcoming week, because there's actually... We're going to jump into it soon, sooner than later, because I love everything we have this week. I'm excited. Do you know what? I'm actually even more excited for next week, and I'm really excited for this week. So we've yeah. got a damn good month coming up. So we have... The most highbrow thing we have is we have the wife, after a little <laughs> break, returning for a fourth week. Lee said it's because... Is it today or tomorrow the Golden Globe nominations come out? I guess out? tomorrow. Tomorrow. She's oh, and and she's a shoe in. She's a shoe in. Glenn Close, and she will likely get her seventh Oscar nomination, if not finally get her award. This Ooh. seems like the right time. She's never won. Never won. Oh wow! And, and her her closest 
compatriot. Glenn closest. Glenn, Glenn's closest <laughs> close compatriot. Ooh. Meryl Streep has like 35 awards. It just, so it, it seems fair to give her... I just her... assume she had one. Like no. It's kind of like Stallone, not to get back to him, but I, I just thought he had an Oscar, and, yeah. and he doesn't. Glenn Close has a ton of other awards, Golden Globes, Emmys, everything else, but yeah, it's no Kids Oscar. Kids' Choice Award for Cruella DeVille. Probably, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we have the wife coming back for a fourth week, because it might have some hot Golden Globes yeah. buzz, and despite me... You know, thinking the Golden Globes are more silly than all the other award shows. Yeah, people care about that. People listen to nominations, and it's it's kind of like second ranked after the Oscars in terms yeah. of that kind of thing. You know, like where just, you just despite it having a horrible reputation of being a fraud. Oh yeah, yeah. like it's it's a total like you know buy me award type thing. But then it's just, I think a lot of it is when people win who either aren't even nominated for the Oscar and should have been, yeah. or should have won the Oscar and didn't. Like kind of like Jim Carrey and Man on the Moon type stuff. Yeah, not to say that Burt Reynolds and Boogie Nights. Well, oh man, and so even, he got that for Golden Globes. Yeah, but. He got beat for the Oscar, right? He was nominated, but yeah. got, I think Robin Williams won instead. Robin oh, Williams. That's a tough one. Good Will Hunting. Okay. Which is uh, he was really good in that, damn it. Which is good, but like Who beat Bill Murray? It was somebody worthy, I think, but Oh, for Lost in Translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can look it up. Oh man. Oh, ooh. I thought you your brain was gonna tell us. What? No, don't tell people that. <laughs> You're supposed to just know. But yeah, it's Golden Globes that often happens where the favorite, it seems, your yeah. Burt Reynolds, your Jim Carrey, well, Tom Cruise, and Magnolia as well. Yeah, will win one. that, and then either not win or not even get nominated for the Golden Globes. It's crazy, but uh, yeah. So that another movie that was a a small movie hasn't had a lot of buzz, but has a lot of potential award ceremony buzz coming up is The Front Runner, which I didn't even realize came out yet. I hadn't even heard of it. And then I was looking at all the talent in front of and behind the camera. I was like, how do I not know more about this? So it's from Jason Reitman, who... The most important thing about Jason Reitman is he's the son of Ivan Reitman. His dad directed... he doesn't hear this. His dad directed (laughs) Ghostbusters. It's true. But he's really surpassed his father in more cinematic terms of awards cred. Yeah. Because I don't think Ivan Reitman's ever been nominated for anything. I've, I, I feel like he made, or like a Saturn Award or something yeah. like that, you know. <laughs> but he directed Ghostbusters. That's true. To, uh, to bring that up, you're like, Duncan Jones, you're next. We're, yeah. we're going out about you and your dad. <laughs> but Jason is a four-time Oscar nominee and then oh. the front runner is a political biopic starring Hugh Jackman, who is also an Oscar nominee. It's about... The kind of, from what I've read, is kind of about the first time a politician in American politics got really tabloided and gossiped and, okay. and that, because a little bit before that, people kind of, for, I wasn't even saying for better or for worse, for worse, gave politicians and celebrities a pass. Yeah. And this was the first time where they were like, oh, you're having an affair. And before they were like, no, nah, it's fine. He's a good politician. Yeah. So that's what this is about. I really like, like, because the tagline was like, he was supposed to win the 1988 election. Here's what happened next. And then the picture is like Hugh Jackman with that deer in headlights look on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, this, that's actually a great, like, that one sentence told me everything I need to know about this. And you cut back a couple decades before that to JFK, and everyone was like, ah, he sleep with Marilyn, that's fine. He's a good boy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, that's another movie that might get a couple of nominations coming up. And then a third movie that I don't think really made a ton of buzz that they thought it would, but that often happens kind of, what do they call it, like the freshman jinx or the, what do they call it? Yeah, like That sounded real. <laughs> it's from the director and star of La La Land. So First Man. Oh, right. Another biopic, which 
again, I don't think it flopped. I don't think it anything like that. But it just it didn't seem to have that big cultural yeah. hit that La La Land did. I mean, people, you, you kind of expected it would, and I, I heard good things about it, but I yep. just like I, I, it just kind of came and went, I guess. And that often is good for us yeah. because we get a lot of free press out of it because often there might still be bus ads or ads in the paper or yeah. ads, ads on TV. I've seen that before where a movie comes and goes too fast and you'll be watching, you know, Colbert and there's ads for First Man because they've already bought the ads. You're like, oh, we're getting free press out of this. This yeah, is great. Yeah. Oh man, the main reason there wasn't a lot of buzz is was because about Neil Armstrong, not Ooh. Buzz Aldrin. That's what they they should have focused on that. And I think there would have been more. <laughs> like, there's no buzz in this movie. Only Neil. I guess he is probably in the movie. I wonder who plays Buzz Aldrin. I don't know. I think it covers. It's not just a singular thing. I think it covers about eight years of Neil Armstrong's career. All right. I and I don't know if it's leading up to him being first man on the moon oh, or it starts. Yeah, with I that. think it, I think it's they're they keep trying and trying to it's like uh, get training. a man to the moon, yeah. and there's all the training and the failed tries. Is it like the Simpsons episode where he's trying <laughs> to go? Like I hope that's basically what it is. That wasn't Neil. Was it Neil? It was Buzz Aldrin and wasn't Neil. Armstrong. It wasn't Neil. Armstrong. I think it was a younger astronaut, right? Yeah. You know what? Fine. If you're gonna call out my punchlines <laughs> live on the air, <laughs> we are live. What amazes me about movies like First Man, or even going back to Apollo 13, or going back to the right stuff, yeah, is we know the ending of the story. We know Neil makes it. Yeah. But a good film, you'll still be edge of your seat. You'll, it'll still be scary when the when there's pieces flying off the spaceship or when he's yeah. having trouble about to land or stuff like that. That's what I find most impressive is when you know the end of the story and you can still be invested. Yeah, not like Red Planet. Red Planet. <laughs> that wasn't a true story? <laughs> I thought it was. It's like Val Kilmer didn't go to Mars. <laughs> I thought we did. Oh, no, we just send like little robots to Mars. Yeah, some people have wanted to send Val Kilmer to Mars, like the, the director of Island of Dr. Moreau, but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> a NASA plot twist. We are sending actor yeah. Val Kilmer to it's Mars. Like, I wasn't informed of this. <laughs> I don't want to go to Mars. Yeah, this is bad. Send him up there with all those copies of Mission to Mars while you're at it. Which one was Mission to Mars? That was the one with Tim uh, Robbins. That was Brian De Palma's. Yeah. They both came out at the same time. Yeah, yeah. They came out like the same year. Red Planet's better. And yet, you know, I mean, <laughs> it is better. Oh, man, the aliens in Mission to Mars were just terrible. Like, they just looked so long. Yeah, it was, yeah... In that Brian De Palma documentary, he talks about it. Oh He's man, like, was it was it like studio interference or something? Or I think he was. That was the last movie he made in Hollywood, and he talked. Oh, okay. He's like, I'm not making movies in Hollywood after this. <laughs> I don't blame him. To be he honest. just talked about it as if it was like the biggest pain in the ass to make that movie. <laughs> it's amazing it's how many people do that, <laughs> and you're just like, Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> it's almost amazing when it comes out well. Yeah. Like, that's it, it, that's even more shocking after the amount of just horrible stuff you hear. Well, you hear about a lot of films where they are small enough, and they just get left alone. And they're like, yeah, we only had... With Get Out, they're like, yeah, we only had $5 million. Yeah. But nobody cared. There wasn't somebody from the studio. We didn't get notes. Yeah. So like, it was just... they We just got left alone. Whereas a bigger... Like, I'm sure at the time, Mars was probably the equivalent of a $100 million movie or something. I yeah. don't know, but... Well, probably. Was it the same year as Ghost of Mars? Ghost? I think that was Ghost a bit before. <laughs> Mars? I, I don't see. And hey, that no, was it's that John one Carpenter's. Ghost yeah, yeah. Of get Mars. the whole title right. We need to know which one you mean. That's the only way now. We which I kind of like. I kind of like that movie. Well, it's, like, it's so silly. Like it's, it's so it's silly, just, but it's so fun. Yeah, that probably was the best of the three. But I mean, you know, wasn't it like 
Ice cube and species punching yeah. Martians? Yeah, yeah that based I mean more like you, well, they're you like, combined the, all the elements. They look like the head Martian kinda looks like Marilyn Manson. They're like Oh god, yeah. That's and I'm I'm sort of combining it with vampires as well. Like it's it, kinda like that, it's yeah. It's basically the same but with on Mars, I think. Pretty sure. Weird. Yeah, so and it's not even entirely on Mars, I think, too, because like most of the movie is, is someone telling the story of what happened on Mars, but I think they're on Earth telling the story. Yeah. I, I don't know. Spoiler? I don't Spoiler. know. <laughs> yeah. I remember Ice Cube, you know, delivering that catchphrase and then was punching it, somebody. Aliens out here this big? <laughs> like, no wait, that was Anaconda. <laughs> it's like close enough. Oh yeah. See now I kinda wanna watch that. Yeah. Of all the of all the crap movies we just named, I really want to see Ghost of Mars next. So Have you not seen it? I, oh, I saw I, it in the I theater. Don't, I, I don't think I've seen the whole movie. I think I've seen, like... I think it's been on where I've been there. and, and just... I could probably lend it to you. I think, okay. I, I, think I have it Of in course my, you have it. My collection. <laughs> I, I think I do. Because you were like, I, I gotta do the right thing and collect all the John Carpenter movies. Like, he, he really sticks the landing. I haven't seen The Ward. No, I didn't see <laughs> The Ward. I didn't see that one. I, I'm sure it's not the worst. It's it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's not... It's like a... You know, insane asylum movie. Yeah, in which I'm usually down for. Like, it's a great setting. It's hard to screw. Session nine, amazing movie. Oh, session nine was good. So good. I just I love when we we lapse into it. <laughs> yeah. You know what movie was good? So good. The triangle or just triangle? Great movie. But still, also as, as a side note, uh, speaking about an actual movie we are getting. Yes. Was the wait? What? No, I was gonna say the bride, the wife. Uh, the bride. There, I, I meant to text Andrew because there's one line in the first five minutes of that movie that he and I hear every time uh, it plays, and yeah. it's just the dude being like, "I won the Nobel," and he's just, <laughs> and, and you I just know, want to punch him. Yeah, yeah, I know very little about the movie, and I was just every single time we would always lock eyes when that line would happen. I'm just like, "Oh, well, hear it again." Jerk talking about the Nobel again. Booing. So that look forward to that. No spoilers, but you ruined the way. Oh god, that's all I can think of when I think of that movie now. It's like, oh, she was nominated for I won the Nobel. I, I mean, the wife. Yeah. Oh god. So you don't have to show up for the first five minutes. No, yeah, yeah you, you won't miss. You. And lastly, I hope that Tony Collette is up for Hereditary because she's already won a couple. Yeah, of I, I wonder. They seem nicer about genre films more and more. And and it, the whole thing now is like, oh, so blank wasn't horror. You know, Get Out wasn't horror. Yeah. And you're like, okay, sure, just nominated. I don't care what you call it. Yeah, I was chatting back and forth a little while ago with our friends over at Horror Movie Survival Guide on the Twitters, mm -hmm. and I forget what movie they were talking about, but I said, what's the difference between thriller and horror? And I think we came to the conclusion that it was like, thrillers can get Oscars, <laughs> yeah. horror movies yeah. can't. Yeah. Because they would call Exorcist a thriller, or they would, you know, try to call, or, or Silence yeah, of the yeah, Lambs. Sure. Thriller so, is like... The hand that rocks the cradle. Uh, yeah, cradle. That's yeah, what like, I think, like yeah. De Palma in general. You know, it's it like thriller to me. To me, yeah, thriller even yeah. was like all those '90s lawyer movies. There's, that's what <laughs> yeah, I think. Thriller, like the, like, the creepy like the time to kill. You know, yeah, my lawyer is like the firm. Tom Cruise running from bad guys. Evil, evil yeah. lawyer movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> what I think of a thriller. I don't know. That sounds pretty good. You know, I wasn't going to watch the firm. They're horror movies for people who don't like horror movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The Client. I mean, that wasn't really yeah. even a thriller. I mean, I think it was supposed to be, but it wasn't. But speaking of, speaking, we have speaking of John Grisham. Like, speaking no, of no, John Grisham, no wait, John Carpenter. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, Halloween. Oh man, the new Halloween. So stoked for this. I wish it was called something else. I hate that. What I really liked, I think I mentioned this before, but I really liked about the new Ghostbusters is they tricked us. And I thought it was a brilliant idea. Call it Ghostbusters on the poster and in press, so it's simple. People think it's self-contained. You just call it Ghostbusters. But then in the end credits, put a tag on it. Yeah. And I think that's the 
greatest compromise. So you could call Halloween Halloween, and then as the end credits roll, slap a returns on yeah, it yeah. or something. Or a cut above. You're like, now, okay, well, that was bad. Now we've got three movies called Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and I mean, two of them are great. So yeah. that's, just, that's, that's a decent ratio, I guess. Try to guess which ones. But this movie, especially that, it's extra confusing in that it's not a remake. Yeah. It's weird. But anyhow. It's a direct sequel to Halloween. Yes. <laughs> like, that uh, aside, I'm dying to see it. I'm glad we got it. Oh, man, it's good. And I may have thrown my weight around to make the second screening be on a day that I'm not in Halifax. That's <laughs> good. I emailed back Lee right away, and I'm like, I'm out of town on both these days. Yeah. Like, but, doesn't that uh, mean something? Come on. It's already has a whole bunch of interesting stats about it like the biggest hit for a woman over the age of oh, 50 yeah. which is great which is so yeah. great and especially in this horrible yet tiptoeing towards better time we live in Hollywood only cares about money so if Hollywood could point at Jamie Lee Curtis yeah. and go hey look at that that means we'll get more movies with strong female leads yeah and, and she's been great for the last, you know, chunk of time as well. Like, I mean, a lot of a lot of people who hadn't sort of been paying attention to her career were like, oh, great, she's still around, or she's yeah. back. But it's like, she was great on Scream Queens. Oh, like, my God. That's like, the show I'm sad that didn't last yeah, longer. And, and she was just uh, fantastic. And, and, and she's hilarious. Like, her timing is so good. And mm-hmm. Not that Halloween's a comedy, but just a, a lot of actors and actresses just can't do both, you know? So. And I just listened to a podcast with her as the guest, and I think you could put her on a pedestal right now of the woman we need in Hollywood to kick some ass. Yeah. I just trust her. Like, no one's going to mess with her. No horrible director is going to try something horrible with her. Yeah. And you listen to her, and she's been through stuff, but she's got such a great career. She reminds me a lot of the dearly departed Carrie Fisher, mm-hmm. or with Linda Hamilton coming back now. Like oh, yeah, Sigourney Weaver. Sigourney Weaver, yeah. who, you know, like, so I think it's great that these women are still out there. Mm-hmm. And you look at Sigourney Weaver, who has never gone away. Yeah. Yeah, and, 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 and get that alien sequel with her. Oh, I mean, that's all I want in my then, life. That's all I, I just, want. We keep getting teased that that's going to happen. But like maybe, uh, like Halloween, maybe that could have helped exactly. a little bit. Oh, They're like, for sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And I love that David Gordon Green, I love a diverse director. Mm-hmm. And you look at this guy's resume, Prince Avalanche is very different than Pineapple Express. Yeah, I love that we were able to mention Prince Avalanche yeah, again. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is very different than Halloween. Yeah. And Danny McBride, who's mostly known for his dark character or dark comedic kind of role. Right. These guys were given a shot with this. Jamie Lee Curtis and John Carpenter both got on board. Blumhouse producing it has such a great track record. Oh, yeah. And they made this movie for ten million bucks and it's made at least a hundred million yeah. here and I think a lot more overseas as well. Yeah. It's one I think they, they greenlit two sequels like wow. after the first week or so. And yeah. I, I don't know I don't know what's going on with both of those. I mean, I don't know that they're doing like a two and three or if it's like a two and right. God knows, but it's weird with the whole timeline now. It's like you can do anything and almost nothing at the same time. I hope three is still called Season of the Witch just oh, because. Yeah. Just keep it confusing. I want a sequel to three as well. Like, I mean, we'll never get that, but still. If that would have happened where John Carpenter and, oh shoot, what was his Deborah partner's Hill. name? Deborah Hill's yeah. idea, I believe, was to do an anthology. Yeah. And every two years have a different movie out. Mm-hmm. And then Season of the Witch flopped, and then they brought Michael back for part four that did better, and they went, oh, too bad. <laughs> he didn't die, surprise. Like, yeah. I love the audacity of it, where you're just like, oh, how are they going to explain this? They're like, well, they don't really. It's no. just he's not dead. So, well, although, I mean, you could say that almost about any like end of Halloween movie to start of Halloween movie. You're just like, oh, or any horror movie, I suppose, yeah. by that token. But 
Yeah, that was always when I was a kid and I was too young to see these movies. That was always my question to my older siblings. I was like, how does he come back? How does he die? You know, for whoever, like Chucky, Freddy, anyone. And that's yeah. and and in my head, I would make those movies, you know. And then when I actually did get to see them, I'm like, well, this isn't as good as in my <laughs> yeah. head. But <laughs> they, they didn't put that effort in there. Yeah, it's like, oh boy, they're, they're meatballs on a pizza. Boy, Freddy really got them this time. I was like, okay, well, it was sort of cool, but that, in my head, a little bit better. I said that about Jason recently, and a nerd patron behind me, nerd patron, and I'm a nerd patron. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's allowed to say it. I'm allowed to say it, because I'm a nerd That's patron. our word. <laughs> yeah. Proceeded to explain to me why Jason got out of one conundrum and showed up in the next one with a different mask <laughs> and a different colored jumpsuit. Oh my god. And my brain, I admit, was just kind of like... Did yeah, a costume change. I don't... Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't... I wasn't looking for an answer. I was just trying to make a joke. You it's, know? We're like, having fun here. Well, we yeah. were. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even think fun. about the mask portion of it. I was just like, I, I was just saying, how do you come back? You didn't yeah. have to get so specific. And I like this Halloween poster I used because it's by legendary comic book artist Bill Sankiewicz. And I don't know why he did the poster... But it's really cool. He doesn't use the one where he's kind of stabby. Yeah. Like, yeah, and he's—you can't even say his resume because he's done everything. But yeah, it's neat that they went for a design poster. Yeah, and it's an interesting poster too. Like it's not—you know—they the, they could have done anything basically. Yeah. But it's it's very interesting uh, style that the, that they did that in. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I would have liked anything, frankly. But I was like, that's neat. So everybody come out to that because it encourages us to get more recent. Yeah. movies and you know I'm always going to be like we should keep getting these things but if people come out it would actually help quite a yeah. bit so well one movie we're getting we've got two more movies to talk about quickly one is The Dawn Wall which we totally got because pre-solo D-A-W-N Wall yeah, yeah. Uh, not Don, Don Wall not yeah, the yeah. Don Wall Don, Don Wall it's a biopic wall yeah yeah not John Wall the professional basketball player not him Don Wall I told you not to talk about sports yeah, on I was this like, podcast it was your Don fault wall. for saying a name that was sounded like John Wall no, Don Wall is about a used car salesman. Oh, man. <laughs> Paul Mall? Are you talking about the Don Wall Ford. <laughs> anyway, come out to that movie, though. Whatever it's about. We don't know anymore. It's a climbing documentary, mm. which we booked because Free Solo did so gangbusters with us. Really did. Speaking of a movie that you know the ending, but is still terrifying. It's kind of sad that Free Solo did better than Solo, by the way. But Probably, yeah. <laughs> you monsters. So we have that documentary coming up. Uh, then an Ottawa premiere, which I'm going to miss because I'm out of town. But... It looks really good. It's a dark comedy called The Go-Getters. All right. The trailer's really funny, Mm -hmm. and it looks just like a R-rated two characters on the streets having a horrible time, so it's hilarious. (laughs) I actually, I literally, like, laughed out loud at a bit in the trailer. Yeah. I I was working, like, I wasn't even watching the trailer. I just heard a line, and it was like a bum peeing on the main guy, and he's like, I thought you were garbage. (laughs) I'm just like... I don't know why, it was just such a weird moment, I like laughed, and, and you know, so it's got my stamp of approval on the trailer. <laughs> it looks like a very, I think, a very Canadian comedy. Yeah. And, so yeah, so come out and support Because that. of the urine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah. you know, a constant uh, Canadian bit. So that is our films for this week. I'll mention a couple of upcoming films that we booked, I think, since, so, one is... Dial Code Santa Claus, which I think oh. we forgot the title of last AKA time. AKA Deadly well, Games. it's got like seven titles. Yeah. Yeah. Pair Noel, you know, like it has like three French titles, three English titles. <laughs> yeah, and it's my favorite thing that companies like Agfa are doing of just finding these movies that yeah. you've never heard of. You've seen this, which oh, yeah. blows my mind. I've seen, you seen it? Yeah, yeah. I've seen like a dirty VHS rip of it with crap subtitles. Like, even though I speak French, it's like, you know, you're trying to, you need a little bit of help sometimes. And uh, it is awesome. But I mean, it's it's awesome as a VHS rip. I cannot even imagine a 2K transfer on a big screen. Like, oh my God. 
So excited for this. Yeah, and the trailer looks cool. Essentially, it's Home Alone with an evil Santa. Basically, yeah. The poster, if you look at our website, is... Oh, it's beautiful. Just Santa Claus holding a kid with a knife, and it's just... Oh, I really like that poster. I've I never seen that until you found it, and now I'm just... It looks like, really well made, like, really stylish. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not cheap-looking by any means, yeah. like, which is sometimes the problem. And an example of how many genre movies are just hiding out there yeah. that have never made streaming, have never made Blu-ray or DVD. It like, is weird, because, like, Christmas horror is a big subgenre. Like, yeah, yeah. Literally every year, you'll see people are like, oh, watching 24 Christmas horrors or whatever. And, and to think that there is not only a good movie, but just one that's not been available, really, yeah. for years. And it's 1989, was it? I think so, yeah. So it's just like, oh, it was it was the year before Home Alone. So I think, okay. yeah, 89 or 90 or yeah. something like that. Because, yes, in the in the write-up it says it's shockingly similar to Home Alone. <laughs> yeah, not to point fingers, but, you know. Picture John Yu seeing this movie and going, hmm, wait yeah, yeah. a minute. They've got the French Joe Pesci. Yeah. And like, hmm, Joseph Pesci. And like, oh, I don't know about this guy. <laughs> then we booked the always controversial Lars von Trier's new film, The House That Jack Built. You're going to say Die Hard is the no, always yeah. controversial one. No, I'm like, no. it's controversial that we can't get more people in the theater because it's always sold out, but... It's funny that I've seen some people giving thumbs up or hearts to this movie who I happen to know got mad about us booking certain other controversial filmmakers in the past. Okay. And I'm kind of, without naming names, and I'm like, you know that Lars von Trier is five times worse than all the, like, he's yeah, yeah. he's not a, a cool guy. Like you know? type yeah, thing. Yeah, exactly. But I'm guilty of seeing his films, and even though I know that he's possibly a monster... <laughs> You watch them and they're rough and they're weird and they're offensive. But even stuff like Dogville back in the day. Oh, yeah, that was really and, good. And um, what's the one with Kirsten Dunst? Oh, yeah. yeah. May, uh, uh, I almost said Magnolia. But Magnolia, no, <laughs> Melancholia. Melancholia. <laughs> Gwen and I saw that a few years back and both of us just loved it. Yeah. So he's one of those filmmakers who is the, you know, not for everybody. Mm-hmm. In this movie especially, people keep on asking us if it's the director's cut. From what I've read online, the director's cut was a one-night-only thing on November yeah. 28th, which we were not invited to play. Yeah, there, so. There's some weirdness with the whole MPAA thing. I think it was so X, probably. Where did, where did it play? Not, I think in the not, UK. Okay, so not... I, I'm pointing to my... I know, my yeah, I'm not sure what you're pointing at there. <laughs> yeah, he's, there. Uh, he's pointing at the schedule for some reason. No, I'm, I'm pointing... Uh, House of Targ. East. That, that's where the UK yeah, is. It probably is. Yeah, yeah. I get so mixed up when we're in here. I don't know where we are anymore. So I do believe the director's cut was an X-rated cut yeah. that played for one night only in select cinemas. I think they played it in LA one night also, and it was that cut, but maybe possibly in... in Alamo? I think Alamo was something like that. Yeah, like one of the major... Or Arclight, like one of those, you know? Yeah. And, and, and I'm pretty sure that was like... Uh, they didn't expect to do that, but it was just kind of because of all the buzz from that first screening. So they were like, okay, well, we'll do this unrated one. That was the one that they didn't tell the MPA about. Uh, and now they're all upset. Like, you know, you upset the dinosaurs, you know? So. But I'm like, this movie is... Two and a half hours long of Lars von Trier yeah. about a serial killer. Do we want a three-hour cut that's, of that? Well, that's what I felt, too. I was like, like, it's two and a half hours, so it's like, oh, no, this is only two hours and 15 minutes. I want the director's cut. You're yeah. like, you're going to be in there forever, really. And, and, you know, we have a history in cinema of director's cut not always being better than the other yeah. cut. And so it, Yeah, and it's Lars von Trier, you know. I'm not going to say every frame of every movie needs to be there, you know. So I'm willing yeah. to trust that this version will be just as good. But, yeah, I'm going to give this a shot because... I do like Matt Dillon, mm-hmm. and he's a, he's the star of it. And then uh, I don't know how much he's in it, but Uma's in it. Who I've oh, always, cool! I've always loved Uma. Oh, I had no idea. And apparently, uh, his, it's basically his character from uh, "There's Something About Mary," but a serial killer. 
That's, That's what I, I read one review <laughs> saying that. And I'm like, I, is that good? Like, I don't know. And then we will quickly mention Rocky Horror Christmas Edition on the 15th. Oh, man. Die Hard on the 17th, which could be the last time we ever see it ever, ever, ever. Could be. And then we have a Saturday Night Cinema coming up right after Christmas. Oh, man. Cartoons on the 22nd. Cartoons on the 22nd. And we're hoping to book at least probably one more classic Christmas film in before Christmas if we could squeeze it in. Nice. The problem is we're so overbooked now with rentals and new films, but when I was chatting with Lee Day, we thought we might be able to squeeze in a 6.30 screening of a classic. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see about that. Stay tuned. Yeah, We'll see about that. Get your mind wandering on that one. So we'll wrap this up. Go visit our friends at House of Target across the street. We are on the internet at mayfairtheater.ca, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and come join us for the rest of the month for a bunch of awesome films and a handful of holiday favorites and tons of horror movies and, and tons, by, by yeah. tons I mean like three but three. still that's, that's, that's quite tons. a bit yeah I thought so it's a ton yeah we'll see you next time thanks bye. for listening everybody bye bye I hope that we get Silent Night Deadly Night 2 as the Christmas classic that you're talking about yeah that's the one with Jimmy Stewart right yeah yeah that's <laughs> I think he gets killed terribly but great movie garbage day <laughs> it was supposed to be Routine prisoner transport. Williams was arrested on the suspicion of murdering six rail workers. The bodies were hung and decapitated. But here, a million miles from home. Hello? Anybody here? Drop your weapon. I ain't going back. They're about to discover nothing is what it seems. We've got a situation there. Everybody in the mart's gone inside. What the hell is going on out there? Whatever used to live here, we woke it up. It takes us. I'm talking about a kind of possession. Something's kicking out there. We need us, and we need you. None of us is going to survive if we don't stick together. Come on. Time to stay alive. From the master of terror. Go! John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Damn, girl. I like you already.